0: Welcome to AV+, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, Senior Web Editor here at CI. You know, last December, we first started hearing about this information breach at SolarWinds. It's a major information tech company that serves many clients. The breach apparently went undetected for months, and we're still uncovering more information about who was affected and to what degree they were. Hackers in other countries, some of whom the US government believes are from Russia, were able to use the breach to spy on private company data. This incident brings up, yet again, the unique risk that cyber attacks themselves pose. The fact that a breach often results in a one-to-many impact. A single cybersecurity breach at a vendor not only affects them, but may cascade to affect their customers, their partners, or their vendors. So today on AV+, my colleague Zach Como speaks with Frank Patacalla of Diversified about how to avoid breaches in your own projects. And since there's not much to report in AV News this week, we'll get to that conversation right now. I've always been uh, very passionate about things on the IT side of things,
1: and that's why um, I was initially in av and then i went back to school to study up on it so i got my bachelor's in it and then have, i have a master's in it as well and i really didn't want to go back to the it industry but then uh this thing i diversified the opportunity to diversify it came along so that's how it happened but um i don't know if it I, I didn't i definitely did not plan it but it's very useful at this point of time because yeah. of the way things have overlapped there's so much of ITAV convergence I mean I hate using that word because we've overused the heck out of it for the last decade yeah uh But, yes, it's it's very useful. The skills that I have gained from my background in IT has been very helpful, and it kind of has helped me define what I do at Diversified. I am primarily a design engineer, but at the same time, I'm also like an IT SME within the uh, AV group, so any issues, any communication things, any design issues, I kind of have to jump in and help. Do
2: you know of any um, integrators that that use SolarWinds to manage uh, AV networks?
1: SolarWinds is a very popular thing. I don't know if AV integrators specifically use it, because it's a, uh, one of the, the many applications of SolarWinds as a, as a software is being able to, uh, there's network monitoring, you know, yes. uh, a lot along the network. So we don't typically get into that. I, I mean, at least in my experience, because, uh, that is a very client function. Uh, of monitoring the IT network, I, I'm not saying there possibly is not. Maybe on a smaller scale, and yeah. if so, they definitely have used SolarWinds because it's it's a popular tool among most IT professionals, and it's 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 and and that's kind of the issue with the hack. The extent of it is that it's been it's thousands and thousands of people. Use it. Lots of firms and very large fortune. I mean, you've seen the list of companies that have been affected by it. That's the thing about Silverman. So, I don't specifically think AV has had a huge backlash because of their thing. That also falls on the IT side of things. But the the conversation that needs to be had as far as AV is concerned is that we were never prepared for this. Yeah. You know, if if we did manage a network, we we, we were not prepared for it. I mean a hack of this magnitude, clients were not prepared for it. IT houses were experts at this, were not prepared for it. So AV as an industry is still a few steps behind the curve as far as uh, IT and cybersecurity is concerned.
2: Uh, admittedly not uh, a tech guy. You know, I took this job uh, a little bit over a year ago, so I'm learning, kind of learning as I go. So I'm mainly not a tech guy, but many um, companies use pretty similar remote management applications Solar winds to, to manage your clients' uh, AV infrastructure know? and that would seems to me uh, to be a, a pretty easy target for, for hackers.
1: Yeah, it is. It is, and and that's the the uh, for the longest time, the primary methodology of AV security has been security by isolation. We just isolate ourselves from the client network. So if a hack does happen, it doesn't actually go on to the client network because we have our own networks and we're kind of, uh, kind of like, you know, we wall ourselves within the AV thing, right? But the issue is with the new, uh, with the large proliferation of UC, uh, that we're seeing today. And UC is kind of like that borderline product that it yeah. needs to be on the AV network and it needs to be on the client network. There are tons of devices out there. We actually have now established a bridge between the two. It was there in the past as well, but I'd say it was easier to kind of like separate the two, but now it's all converging. So, um uh, yeah, that, that, and that never works. Security, like for years, uh, one of the most commonly used terms in cybersecurity is defense by layers, right? So we go through layers and layers and layers of defense because any one layer of defense is not going to work. But the common AV jargon cord is, hey, we'll just put it on our own switch. Yeah. Done, right? Uh, or the other commonly used ones, which I have a huge issue with, is let's just put it on AV VLAN. It's never that simple. It's not just about doing a single statement. It's a process. It's about a perspective of how you look at it, right? If you were to secure your house, uh, and you say, alright, I'm gonna invest in some wonderful cameras. I'm putting the cameras on. Sure. I mean, now you know who's attacking you. But what if the guy doesn't care of being caught? If he's, what if he's masked and his identity is not easy to, uh, feel and he comes in and he breaks down your window, right? Oh, wait, I never thought about the window part. Alright, let me just add in some window security, right? And then he comes in, he just, you know, just bashes down the front door. Oh, I never had bolts on my front door. So, it's the thing about layers. We need to think of it like securing a house. Mm-hmm. Layers and layers of you know, security.
2: Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a lot of uh E V folks even talking about uh the you know, the snap. Do you think that they they need to at least, you know, be more aware of it? I've been I've been trying to write about it and get you know A V folks, you know, just kind of uh, you know, reading about it and aware of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because cybersecurity is a huge concern, uh, and we definitely don't have enough conversations. That, that's kind of like where I, like people like myself, we just, there's a very few that I know of who are actually crossing the line between AV and cybersecurity, uh, and all of us are talking about it, but that's not a huge community. Uh, the thing is, the approach has been, it, it doesn't really affect us, so we're good. I mean, we understand the problem. There's been a huge hack, but we're good for now, uh, so... The the way it becomes an issue, right, down the line, is when there becomes a hack of that magnitude, the SolarWinds is just a software, and what it did is that it gave a portal into certain networks. Again, hacking is not as simple as just getting access to it. Just because they Solar SolarWinds doesn't mean... That the perpetrators now have access to all the information in the United States. That's not how it is. They do have some information. They still don't. The problem with the IT teams, they don't know what's been lost. That's the investigative process, right? But eventually there will be investigations into it and they'll say, oh no, all our video recordings are gone. And what recordings were they? They're the classified financial statements. They were. Interviews, exit interviews, uh, interviews like this or, you know, personal and company-privileged information. That's what the attackers are. That's when, and then they'll say, "Who? where were we storing it? Oh, it was on the cloud. Yeah, but how did we record it? It was recorded by XYZ. So eventually, we will become a part of this. Yeah. Maybe not today, but we will. And so that's the problem. There needs to be a top-to-bottom conversation about cybersecurity. We don't have that, at least in my, my opinion.
2: Right. I think i would agree with that there's a lot of talk about um initial uh access vectors, you know as part of the solar winds attack do you think that av could be could be um somehow involved in this you know as we as we you know uncover more about this yeah I don't, well
1: yeah i don't know about solar winds particularly because the um you know uh it's a it's a unique way that they chose to do it it's a uh, it's a tool, it's a software platform that many people use. Uh, was AV a part of it? I don't think so. Personally, don't think that AV was directly part of any uh, any other thing. But they're still uncovering details as far as the Silverman's hack is concerned. So, um, my concern is AV as a every every solution that we have on there. In the past, we never really got concerned about it because we were always isolated from the network, but we are now an endpoint. I right. hate to say it, and, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's very demeaning to some AV people to say that our devices are just another box on their network, but that's all it is. For an IT person, yeah, it does great things, it does this cool video stuff, but it's just another box so we have to play by the same rules that every other box on the network plays by.
2: Why do you think that AV has been kind of slow to, to adopt the, those same principles as IT?
1: Lack of awareness, lack of education, lack of skill is where I put it at. You know, it's yeah. like you, you don't have a lot of cross-platform uh, experts, SMEs, who can kind of like take the conversation for. Very few of them exist. Uh, and the manufacturers, in my opinion, are doing a good job of it because when, when they realize that this – because they're the first point of liability, right? They're going to be the first point of liability. So if, if, say, an XYZ manufacturer of an AV device, it's hacked, and that was the point of entry for a larger hack, they're going to be held liable. They're going to say, why weren't so-and-so security controls established on your device? So they know that, and they have processes. Like I know companies like Crestron actually put their devices through extensive testing. Like they have they have independent uh, uh, testing agencies go through their and they, vulnerability assessments, they conduct assessments to make sure that the devices are up to scale and up to par, right? Uh, the next point of issue, I, I would, have, I would, my opinion would be integrators are the, cause integrators are kind of like that chain, the link between the manufacturer and the client. So they need to have the skill set to go back and say, Uh yes, this could be a potential security issue. You need to to talk to them. Companies like ours, like Diversified or the larger firms, have strength in that they have like they have like Diversified has its own IT division uh, that's capable of handling IT products. So there's some companies that have the capabilities. Others do not. The mid-level to smaller integrators they don't have anybody on staff that can have those conversations. Mm -hmm. I would suggest if that's the case, they need to at least outsource in some form a process where they can at least cover themselves saying, all right, right. this is our, or, or be transparent and say, this is the extent of our IT knowledge. So, you know, some form of communication needs to happen there.
2: Yeah. Now, as more attacks like this, you know, emerge, I think a lot of customers are going to demand or want to look at what you guys are doing in, you know, in the yes. way
1: security. 100%. Couldn't agree more agree more because yeah. that's that's going to be a trend. We're already seeing it. Like, uh, like on my projects every day. Like when we have conversations with the client, uh, it may seem as a a simple question: Does your can is your does your uh, device does it have authentication or does it have X Y Z encryption? Uh, can it be done like this? That question is a, a simple question, and the answer. Looking at a spec sheet could be a yes, but that's a loaded question right there. It, it there the reference is all right. We realize your device is going to be on a network, and we need that uh, you know that solid understanding of what you can do. Like we have a project that I'm currently working on. i will not the name the manufacturers, but uh, the it requires communication between two client sites using this particular AV solution, and they have never ha- used it before. So they put it on the network. It didn't. It wasn't working as intended because there are certain security issues with it in the terms that there are ports that need to be open. So I was brought in, I come in, and my role is to say, uh, we need you to open XYZ port. So the security guys understand the requirement now. Prior to that, that requirement was not established, right? So now the security team on the client side knows that it needs to be open, and immediately, as expected, the response is, no, we can't open that. So we have to have, and in our case, that's what we did. We came up with the documentation. We came up with several types of examples of why this has to be open. This is the functionality. This is the intent. And once that's done, it's a question of, uh, you know, intended functionality versus security concerns, right? The client gets to decide that. The client says, yeah, you know, we get it. It's a concern, but I." So the client team will say, but we need this. And the security team does not have an option other than to say, "Okay, we're going to open it, but we're going to do this to ramp up the security." That's the process. That communication is how you establish relationships with clients as far as the security goes.
2: Now, without being specific and you know, naming names or companies, um, are you aware of of, you know any um, kind of uh, compromise like this in AV? Because I know we've heard of um, several MSPs, and um, I think it was like an HVAC uh, supplier that got that got breached. You know, I think it was Target that they were sort of servicing, and then, uh, you know, yep. they stole their credit card numbers from Target. Are yep. you worried
1: about AV being involved in anything like that? AV, as far as I know, has not been involved, but that's one of the things I cry about every day. Like, like we're, it's just around the corner. It's going to happen. And if you'd like to do some research into this, uh, so I run a – have, I have a podcast called IT Factor on AV Nation. We had an episode on cybersecurity, and uh, you uh, ha- it, it's – Is that what you, you pardon? Was that recent? It was recent. Uh, okay, I think, I think that's why I
2: reached out to you because I think I saw you tweet
1: that and I was like, "Oh." Right. Yeah, yeah. So if you actually go, there's if you go to the video, I think you have to go to the video recording of it. Very cool. Towards the end of it, one of the people, one of the guys on the call, he's like a he's a programmer, uh, and he's a cybersecurity enthusiast. We actually used a, a search engine called Shodan. Shodan is like a. a it's a Google for IOT devices. So if you search for Crestron devices, it actually goes around the globe and sees wherever these devices are visible. Right. And, and that's a tool that's, it's open. A lot of people, there's a good, there's a lot of good applications for it. But what we did during the call and we did it live. You can actually see it. We actually accessed the Crestron system of some residents and, they were very poor in the way they had set their security up. We could have actually turned lights off, you know, turned lights on, turned off fr- they had a lot of controls on there. We could have done that. We totally, because that's how open it was. So the fact that it hasn't happened is pure luck, or sure. th- there's also a value associated to certain hacks, you know, so, you know, maybe the hacker doesn't value, they don't have enough ammo, but I swear, if they, if they know about this, they will find, they will make the value. Imagine every day walking in middle of the night, your heating system turns off. Your kids are crying. That alone can drive you insane, right? There's right. little things like that. And then you get a ransom note that says you want your heating to go back to normal. Uh Send us X, Y, Z bitcoins. And you know, we we'll do this. It's right around the corner. It's yeah. very critical. So, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that, um, personally, uh, my wife and I moved, um, maybe mean, five months ago before that, uh, we were in an apartment and, uh, we have two dogs and you now we're gone for, you know, well, we used to, we used to be gone out of the house for, you know, many hours during the day. So we had a camera set up just to watch our dogs. It's kind of an off-brand camera, uh, kind of cheap. I tried to log each one day and my password wasn't working. And I was like, do not like that. And then
1: oh
2: few no. days later, I find out that, um, someone has all my information. They're opening up all these lines of credit
1: and whatnot.
2: Oh no, so not no like way. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Lord, you you were. Oh
1: my goodness, that's, yeah. Terrible. that's terrible. Yeah, that's
2: about a year ago. A year did ago. You get it so, did you get it all?
1: Did you get it all sorted out?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed it uh, pretty quickly. Um, I got, I think yeah. um, I got oh, I got I got a text from Macy's that said, "Hey, want to register your new uh, Macy's card?" I, said, I don't have a fucking Macy's card. Get out of here! And I uh, <laughs> you know had to make had to make a million calls and figure it all out. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. the, the, the um, Yeah, the, the cops actually just emailed me. Uh, a few days ago, and said they, they finally caught the guys that did it. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I, I don't understand uh, where they got my information or how it happens, or if that's even related to the, to the camera thing. But um, they were at a store, uh, maybe 15 minutes from where I was living at the time, and they um, you know, typical, they went in, you know, signed up for a store credit card, left, changed their outfit, went back, bought a bunch of stuff with it, um, uh-huh. you know, all my name, and yeah, they just caught they just caught the guy. That's crazy. And, so I have no idea how they got my information. don't know if that's related to the camera thing, but I can only assume uh, my information is out there in the dark web somewhere, and that's how they
1: got it. Who knows? You're I, I, you lucky that you're able to sort it out, and I'm glad that it, the, the, the outcome has been positive, but I can tell you for a fact there are millions of people who that the outcome's not as positive, Yeah. right? Yeah. I, imagine if it's an older person who doesn't oh, yeah. monitor these things. They wouldn't even know, you know? It's like they wouldn't even know, so... Wow, that's insane, man. It's like, lock down, okay. lo- lock down your network. You know, it's like, put oh, the yeah. highest possible network. Uh, it's, a, it's a, it's a practice, really. Cybersecurity needs to be a practice. And everything is connected. So look, on one side, we're active on the social medias, right? It's also how they bait a lot of us. You know, it's how they get their information. So be very vigilant.